Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard Edition of D1T in 5 for Tuesday, February 7th. Let's jump into today's top stories. The MAC names OVC Assistant Commissioner for Football, Basketball and Officiating Travis Telatachi as its next commissioner. Niagara President-slash-MAC President James Marr remarks, throughout the search process, Travis demonstrated that he is an emerging leader in college athletics, and is well-suited to build on the incredible success of Rich Enser. The MAC has never been stronger, and Travis' breadth of experience will be critical as we face the challenges of Division I athletics, strengthen our focus on the well-being of the student-athletes, grow the inclusivity of their experiences, and build on the storied legacy of the conference. The Honolulu Star advertiser Stephen Tsai suggests that minimum criteria for Hawaii's next AD should include a four-year degree, experience in leadership, fundraising background, and willingness to work with lawmakers. It's an impossible dream to assume mainlanders who buy large amounts of Hawaii land also will be large donors too. Uh... While there are plenty of generous folks, the biggest donor always will be the legislature. The next AD must be able to work with lawmakers and, at the least, not eye-roll a suggestion such as relocating the entire Manoa campus to the west side. Furthermore, the committee should not include anyone who will work under the new AD. Sorry, but to avoid favoritism and kissokal comments from co-workers, you should not be allowed to choose your own boss. The HR person also does not get a vote. That would be like having a prenup lawyer sitting in pre-marriage counseling sessions. And a spot should go to a business leader only if he or she is willing to donate to the athletic department. If you don't have skin in the game, you don't get a seat at the table. Clemson AD Graham Neff says of the possibility of uneven revenue distribution within the ACC, I've been pleased and optimistic about the general understanding within the league that, hey, this is something we really need to look at, and that's not easy. I emphasize that because I don't take it lightly. Because forever, the ACC, let alone all other conferences that I'm aware of, has been equal revenue share. So the notion of kind of jumping the ditch or really considering rolling up the sleeves on, hey, we need to look at this differently, I think there's a really good understanding of that. Clemson refutes arguments about an uneven model only giving more to those who already have the most, by pointing out that flows the other way as well by incentivizing programs to invest. For example, Neff points to Wake Forest, who has invested in coach retention and facilities. So they're a great example of investment breeds success, which in theory would breed distribution. Neff is ultimately confident the ACC will adopt a different distribution model. We certainly have our lens at Clemson about how some of that should work. So I certainly have been pushy and very much have tried to drive that task. But, again, it's top of mind and very present for everybody. South Carolina started the process to determine the feasibility of a major modernization of williams Bryce Stadium, that could also pave the way for the development of more than 800 acres of undeveloped USC property. Gamecocks AD Ray Tanner says, We believe this could be a game-changer for our university. These projects are envisioned to create a fan experience second to none in college athletics. We are also looking at expanding the variety of events and opportunities these enhancements can bring, which will positively impact the local community. Tanner also notes the project will not include moving williams Bryce Stadium from its current location or acquiring, and developing new properties. 
The Charlotte Observer's Ben Portnoy notes that, any project involving USC's undeveloped land is unlikely to break ground for another 18 months, or more as it goes through the state process required for an undertaking that senior USC officials estimate, could include an investment of billions of dollars. Tanner adds, we don't know exactly how it's going to come back in an RFI, but a billion dollars, or more than a billion dollars, is a lot of money. That's not just football or building a new stadium. That's other things that go along with that. It's not just about redoing a stadium. That's a component of this project. Additionally, Turner assures fans the addition of premium seating is not meant to price out most fans. We're not turning the entire stadium into premium seating, but we may have an opportunity to enhance the general seating. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard Edition of D1T in 5 for Tuesday, February 7th. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.